When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2660. Do these five things when social anxiety has your tongue. Part one by Roxana Alexandru with introvertdeer.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. I have a bit of a longer post, so I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one and start optimizing your life. Do these five things when social anxiety has your tongue. Part one by Roxana Alexandru with introvertdeer.com. Honesty and vulnerability are the most powerful weapons to combat social anxiety. Have you ever had a moment, or let's be honest, a million moments when you stumbled on your words mumbled them upside down, and cringed at how inarticulate you were. Being an introvert and a polyglot, I tend to lose my words, oh, a plenty of times. And if it happens frequently enough, my social anxiety kicks into high gear. Then it's much more difficult to tone it down than it is to keep it in check. I'm talking total confidence shutdown, inferiority complex banging on the door, imposter syndrome clocking in, negative inner talk taking control. For example, something happened recently where I wish someone would have kicked me to the moon away from the interaction at hand because I failed at language so badly. It all started when my manager called a team meeting to let us know that a bunch of college students would come to the office to learn more about the working environment. It was a cooperation with our company and the local university. Before I even had a chance to hide in the corner, my manager looked straight at me and told me that he had assigned me to a student. Great. Don't get me wrong, I have no qualms about participating in knowledge transfers. I just prefer when I'm the one getting the knowledge. Also, I do enjoy imparting knowledge, but it just so happens that I didn't have much going on to showcase at that time. Hey, look at me, I'm getting paid to be bored. This made the task at hand much more difficult. Imagine trying to come up with what you've worked on in the past week when, in fact, you spent all week Instagramming stories. It was kind of like that. So there I was staring at a first-generation college student named Brianna. She's gonna shadow me at work. And let me tell you, she was bright, perky, and wide-eyed, ready to learn all about the IT department, corporate America, and what it takes to get your foot in the door. As I sat there explaining to her what I do and what my current project was all about, I couldn't help but lose control of my English. I mean, holy moly, how did I even graduate high school? it made me feel small. Perhaps I'd spent so much time as a new mom baby talking at home or not reading enough in the past month or simply lacking in sleep that I couldn't bring myself to sound coherent. I can see myself from her perspective 
and it made me uncomfortable. The highly sensitive person in me could feel her judging me. My negative inner talk grew louder and louder as the minutes passed. It made me feel like I didn't own my responsibilities. It made me insecure about my communication skills, thus reigniting my imposter syndrome. I imagined her thinking, how can she possibly oversee this project if she can't even explain it to me? I could totally do this better than her. They are paying her for this? And why is she sweating? The AC is definitely on high here. It made me feel small, and I hate feeling small. Introverts pride themselves on their words. Ultimately, there were two ways I could have reacted. I could have, number one, commiserated for days on end about how I'm failing at life, or number two, given myself a break. At the end of the day, I decided not to think about the many ways I could have portrayed myself better. I wanted to avoid the rabbit hole of why I couldn't explain myself properly and save the sad excuses for another time. I also didn't want to allow myself to think there was a bigger problem at stake. Hypochondriac, anyone? My inner talk took a back seat as I decompressed and gave myself a hug for not having a good day. If you ever find yourself at a loss for words, cut yourself some slack. Don't overwork your brain because clearly it's already being overworked. Not only are you doing yourself more harm by forcing your brain, but you're inviting a slew of other issues through the door, like insecurities that are better off hiding in the darkest corners of your mind. We all have those moments when we ramble and make a fool of ourselves. And while that's tough for anyone, it might be tougher for introverts because most of us pride ourselves on being methodical and careful with our words. This is the extrovert equivalent of getting mad drunk at a party and leaving behind a trail of unsavory pictures for the world to see. The same feeling, I imagine. But fear not, you can always redeem yourself. This is what I did to speak eloquently the next time around. Five things to do if you forget how to speak. We hear those in tomorrow's episode. You just listen to part one of the post titled Do These Five Things When Social Anxiety Has Your Tongue by Roxana Alexandru with introvertdeer.com. Thank you to Roxana for this one. I noticed she mentioned being an HSP, stands for highly sensitive person, which is something we hear about from time to time on this show. Actually, a little bit more over on one of our other podcasts, Optimal Relationships Daily. But anyway, I feel like from the thousands of articles I've narrated here now that a common theme among the anxious types is being a highly sensitive person. So that really wasn't too shocking to hear. If you're curious if you fit that description of highly sensitive, I narrated an article titled Seven Signs You're Highly Sensitive in episode 2629, so you might wanna check that out. But even if not, that inner voice can easily go off the rails with situations like these, and at any time. It can happen in the moment or even in the future, which then can make it even more difficult to do these types of activities at a later time because the brain wants to remind us of the bad and avoid that specific situation in the future. And that's why it's important to have awareness and be able to catch the brain in those negative thought patterns and break away from it. And sometimes it's easier said than done, but luckily there are other ways without just awareness, which we can get into tomorrow when we finish up this post. So for now, I'll leave it there. Thank you for being here and listening every day. And we'll finish up this one tomorrow with some tactics where your optimal life awaits.